Looking into a crystal ball can feel a lot like planning for the new year. I want you to feel confident about planning your new year. When you look at the year ahead and feel more confident about reaching your goals and having a more time freedom lifestyle to enjoy your family and friends and life outside of work, I truly believe that when you plan with strategy and intent, you are bound to have an even better year. The system I use and teach is super simple yet very strategic and will allow you to find the rhythms in work and home that you always dreamed of. So we'll go over some content together and I will literally show you how I use a few of my systems to finalize the planning for my new year and setting my team and myself up for success. Kelly Peak. I've spent the past 26 years growing multiple million dollar early childhood businesses. I'm here to help you navigate both the messy and magical seasons of your early childhood business with simple, actionable strategies. It is my goal to make your life a little easier working with our most prized possessions in life. If you're ready to control the chaos, ditch the exhausting overwhelm, and keep the joy, then be sure to join us at kellypeak.com. And welcome again to the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast. I am Kelly Peek, your host. And today we are talking all about planning for the new year. Now, it's the end of the year, and it feels like everyone is talking about annual planning, myself included, again and again. But thinking about the next year might be the first furthest thing from your mind right now. You might be just hoping to make it through the holiday programming massive schedule changes that are probably happening right now for you, and just trying to make sure everything happens during this busy time. And then for those of us who love a good planning process, we are gathering our favorite markers, our color-coded sticky notes, and fresh new planning pages. Now, on the last Early Childhood Business Made Easy episode, we walked through how to do an end-of-year review for your business so you can end the current year on the right foot. And today, I'm back to share about how to plan that new year in style. It's an exciting time for goal setting and preparing for success in the new year. We hope that this episode will give you some great insight on yearly planning as an early childhood business owner or manager. This process can be so fun and not as overwhelming as you might think if you go into it with a strategy and a plan. So today we are discussing three things when it comes to annual planning and what it looks like compared to quarterly planning. Number one, why you need a big picture vision and not just an annual plan. Number two, learn to put your energy where it matters most with quarterly goal planning. And number three, how to guard your time. This one is oh so important. Do you remember that scene from I Love Lucy when Lucy and Ethel get hired at a chocolate factory and their job is to wrap the chocolates as they come down the conveyor belt and their manager says they'll be fired if they let a single chocolate slip by unwrapped? Everything starts out okay, but within seconds, the chocolates are coming way too fast. Lucy and Ethel start popping them in their mouths and filling their hats and their dresses with the overflow. When the onslaught finally stops, their manager comes to inspect their work. She can't see that Lucy and Ethel are hiding all the unwrapped candy, so it looks like they've done a great job. So what is their reward? Speed it up, she shouts to the person driving the conveyor belt. Now, I know so many EC business owners and managers that feel like Lucy and Ethel, at least some of the time, um, including myself, life comes at us faster than we can manage, and we just don't have enough time to get it all done. 
Each week contains 168 hours. We usually think of our work filling about a quarter of that time, leaving plenty for rest, family, fun, and other personal pursuits. But that is not really how it goes, is it? According to Gallup, the average work week is nearer 50 hours than 40. And for those of us with that work that work with busy families, that is a whole lot more. A study by the Center for Creative Leadership found that professionals and business leaders who carry mobile devices like smartphones are more likely to work 70 hours a week. Even if we're not crouched over our laptops, we're still answering email on the nights and weekends, chewing up hours, trying to stay ahead, or just getting caught up. Now remember Lucy and Ethel? Instead of somebody else pushing more chocolates at us than we can handle, we can now be in charge of the conveyor belt, uh, at least most of the time. In early childhood, mm, those little fires are still going to come up, but the goal is that you can control that chaos when it does. There are always things we can't predict. Seasons when things come at us faster than we can manage. But if you intentionally prepare for the year with a strategic plan, you'll be ready for those times instead of swamped by them. The last thing you need, if you're barely getting by, is for someone to think you've got it all under control and shout, speed it up. So let's jump in to those three ways that we're going to talk about today with your planning. Number one, why you need a big picture vision and not just an annual plan. When you are confused about what you need to focus on, you waste time and ultimately waste money. With a clear big picture vision, there won't be any confusion or fog about what you need to be working on this year and why. A clear big picture vision will ensure you find meaningful and purposeful ways and things in your work and in your life. You're defining a clear direction for where your life and your business are headed and the path to get you there. Your big picture vision should be reviewed every year. It's your big picture ideas and motivations. These are not details or specifics like you would find in our early childhood business CEO vision planner. That's really specific for your specific business goals like enrollment, revenue, etc. Now, if the pandemic has taught us anything, it is that best-made plans are wasted if we don't have flexibility built in. Things change. Life happens. Your business moves in new directions. You get a new idea. You need to take a break. There are so many reasons why making a concrete annual plan with no flexibility, well, that can be a problem. That's why I'm actually not a huge fan of annual planning. I prefer quarterly planning. 90 days is a much more realistic time frame for both your business and your lifestyle. Now, do I believe you should review your year and vision cast with a big picture vision for the next year? Of course. I love sitting down and reviewing my big picture vision often, every year. I also reflect back before looking forward. But when I look forward, I just don't look at 365 days. I look at 90 days forward. I try to take a look at my big picture vision at least monthly. By doing this, I am reminded of the things that matter most to me and I stay focused on creating the life I want. I especially pull pull it out when I'm facing a challenging obstacle or have a difficult decision to make. I remind myself of what I want for this year and I steer clear of things that won't get me there. When you take the time to think about how you want your business and your life to go, it's so easy to see how your business is tied up and will be helping you to achieve that big picture vision. 
They work in tangent, and planning helps you ensure that you are not letting one aspect of your life dictate everything else. The exercise of creating a simple, big-picture vision is to help you gain confidence and clarity about your year ahead. This is important and worth a little time at the beginning of each year. When you take control of your life and stop giving in to letting the daily chaos control how your day will go, you experience clarity and confidence in everyday life and your business. Areas you can look at to help you think about your big picture vision are discovering your why, your guiding life principles, what do you want, your business and personal goals, what skills do you want to master, people you want to meet or work with, and how can you find more fun and joy in your year. Now, for more specifics on crafting your big picture vision, check out the Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast, episode number 14, where we go into a lot more detail about vision casting. We've also created a PDF resource located on our website near that episode that will guide you through sample questions and a process on the four domains we talk about in the episode. And we hope that these general business questions will help you get started in crafting your own vision plan. Now, number two, You need to learn to put your energy where it matters most with quarterly goal planning. So you've reviewed the previous year, you've outlined your big picture vision for the year, and now it's time to make a realistic quarterly plan. Creating a quarterly plan is much more helpful in the long run because it gives you the flexibility to roll with the punches, create new ideas, and embrace the possibility of more of a time lifestyle, time freedom lifestyle. Quarterly planning is organizing your business in a way that allows you to see if a goal can actually happen in a given timeframe. For many of us as EC business owners or managers, we may be really good at vision casting and seeing the big picture, but we might have a hard time actually making things happen. I know that I am guilty of that. I am definitely more of a visionary. Quarterly planning actually does this for us. When you slowly work through goals in 90 days at a time and not stress about having 365 days to worry about, you have a better grasp on everything everything that is coming and it gives you a chance to reevaluate and pivot if you need to. Quarterly planning begins with taking your big picture vision and breaking it down into smaller, more manageable steps or goals. This gives you time and space to make them happen. Plus, because you are only committed to them for 90 days, the flexibility to mix things up if needed. Now on our kellypeak.com website, where you'll find this podcast info, you will find a goal setting worksheet. Using our goal setting worksheet as a guide, you can review your goals daily. You'll focus on the right things and be more productive than ever. Now feel free to use any format you wish, but just find one you like and use it. Goal setting will give you the critical elements needed to set and achieve your goals. Now back to our our quarterly planning process. We You can find it in our Time Freedom Lifestyle Planner. And what we do is we take the three main goals we set for the year from our big picture vision and we break them into five areas, the five key operating areas of an early childhood business. Operations, leadership, team building, marketing, and momentum. Again, those are the five key areas that you will focus on when operating your early childhood business. Operations, leadership, team building, marketing, and momentum. Then they are broken down even further into now, soon, and future. 
So as you're coming up with your list of things that you need to be working on during the quarter and the goals you want to achieve, you need to decide the timing of what needs to be done. Does it need to be done now? Could it be done soon? Or does that can it be pushed into the future a bit? There's also a section in our planner and one you can create for yourself for you to plan your personal priorities as well. Remember, you are creating a time freedom lifestyle, one that will give you more joy in all areas of your life. There is also a place for planning your business goals and you want to make sure to include your financial targets or milestones, possibly enrollment numbers, what services you're going to provide, marketing stats, some big wins, people you want to connect with. Now, every quarter you will list your current three big annual goals that you identified in your big picture visioning process. They can remain the same all year or they might change as you complete them. Or maybe something comes up and they need to change or you need to pivot. That is the beauty of quarterly goal planning. You will identify targets or milestones. At the end of the quarter, you will then follow the review review process and repeat the entire process when planning the next quarter. Now, later, you will use this quarterly goals list to help you identify your weekly tasks. We go over this process in a future Early Childhood Business Made Easy podcast episode, so stay tuned. Okay, the third and final thing you need to do when it comes to planning is guard your time. There are a lot of problems that come from distraction, but the main issue we need to look at here is how it fogs our focus. Instead of being able to attend to our tasks, we're pulled away every few minutes, sometimes every few seconds, to answer this message or check that issue when some, when sometimes we just pretend that that is fine. And even some of us like it. We're multitasking, we say, but we're really not. We're really just fragmenting our attention, and that makes us less effective, not more. Study after study has shown that multitasking decreases our productivity and our creativity. There's a big difference between being busy and being productive. Multitaskers may indeed work faster, but they produce less. Instead, we need to employ some proven tactics to help us regain and retain our focus. Here are a few of them. Return, turn off all of the ringers, pings, and notifications. That's on your cell phone, on your smartwatch, on your iPad, any technology that you have that has some sort of alarm. Turn it off. Number two, avoid mindless surfing. Boy, this is a big one because it is so easy to get sucked in, whether it's social media or just website or looking for a great deal. I mean, I don't know how much time I spent Black Friday shopping mindless surfing need to avoid that. Batch processing lumps together of our tasks that require similar resources. So for example, if you're returning parent phone calls, can you do all the parent phone calls on one day? If you're planning birthday parties, do all the planning on one day. If you're training new team members, do all the training on one day. If you're doing parent tours, schedule parent tours for only on Tuesday. So when you batch process these together, it really takes the time distraction away. Use technology to manage technology. That's a big one. What resources do you have that you can use to manage your technology? Listen to music to get out of the world and into your head. This is another great one. When you listen to music, you tend to focus more on what you're doing and the project at hand. So use that as a resource. And finally, this is another big one. Only read 
each email message once, then take the appropriate action. Now, there are very different tactics and and tips on this, but the key is you can either read it and delete it, read it and file it. Those are your two choices. So make sure you pick one and take action. Usually we're as distracted as we want to be. We can blame all the noise and stimuli out there, or we can take the necessary responsibility to change our behaviors. Recognizing the futility of multitasking is not the same as discontinuing it. I know because I still struggle with the temptation to feel like I'm doing more when I'm really doing less. I bet most of us do this. These tactics will yield results if we employ them, but they only work if we want them to. You should not be left feeling daunted about this planning process. I want you to feel confident going into the next year. If you struggle with feeling like your year is planned strategically and with intent, then be sure to find a system or a process that works for you. We have a great planning system in our work-life strategic planning process. We would love to share it with you. But if that's not for you, find one that does work. Planning shouldn't be scary or stressful. It should be something empowering that will allow you to feel great about the next 12 months. Now, in this podcast, I've shared some strategies about planning your new year. And chances are you might have more questions related to goal setting and quarterly planning. So I wanted to remind you about that goal sheet resource that I put together. And you can find it at kellypeak.com. Now, we hope that this episode brought you a fresh new perspective on the importance of putting in a little time and effort for a bigger payoff in the end. When you spend a little time each quarter thinking about what you want and how you will get it, you are nurturing a time freedom lifestyle for you and your business. You will be spending less time on small details and daily tasks. You can spend more time doing the things you truly enjoy, focusing on the things that really matter, your top priorities, your key relationships, your most important projects, all the things that will bring you more joy and your business more success. Now, if some of the strategic planning process I talked about today intrigued you, be sure to check out our work-life strategic planning bundle. I am so excited about this exclusive planner and the trainings that go along with it. Now, I want you to feel confident about planning your new year. So what better way than a plan along aside me? Together, we'll go through the process of planning your new year so that you feel confident about reaching your goals and having time off to enjoy your family and your friends and life outside of work what I call a time freedom lifestyle. I truly believe that when you plan with strategy and intent, you are bound to have a better year. Take care and have a great week. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. Are you ready to take your early childhood business to the next level? Then head over to kellypeak.com to join a community of other early childhood professionals who are ditching the chaos and the overwhelm and creating a business they love. I can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.